<clears throat> Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, January the 5th, 2022. As we welcome you to once again to the WCW USHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we present the very first edition of, of the WCW US Network's weekly pop culture review show of 2022. It is episode 287 of WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set, of course, to bring you today's pop cult, some pop culture news courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. We will also, of course, be bringing you your pop, some of your pop pop tree and birthdays here of course for today as well as of course ladies and gentlemen we'll be bringing you <clears throat> we'll be also bringing you some wrestling news tidbits also once again from 411 mania to get you prepped for tonight's edition of revolution coming up later in the evening if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned on talking about here for this <clears throat> for uh this evening on 287 of outside the ropes please feel free of course to give us a call not always one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one four one three eight seven pound, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here tonight. Before we head over to Four Eleven Mania to bring you some pop culture news, <clears throat> courtesy of courtesy of our friends there, let us now go to our Amazon Echo Dot with some stories of our friends at CNN and of course in order to do in order to bring that up ladies and gentlemen we of course simply have to of course say the following remark Alexa current news Chad here's your news from CNN this is a CNN breaking news alert for Wednesday January 5th 2021 at 5 35 p.m. Eastern time a CDC he voted 13 to 1 Wednesday in favor of expanding the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine booster recommendation to include people ages 12 to 15. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky must sign off on the recommendation for it to take effect. For more CNN audio news, go to CNN.com slash audio, CNN.com or the CNN app. Hello from CNN. I'm a phone with of things you need to know for Wednesday, January 5th. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland gave remarks on the Justice Department's investigation into the January 6th Capitol attack on the eve of its one-year anniversary. Those involved must be held accountable, and there is no higher priority for us at the Department of Justice. Garland pledged the department would do everything in its power to defend the American people and democracy. So far, OJ has charged 25 defendants as part of what prosecutors describe as the largest investigation in American history. In a Senate committee hearing today, Capitol Police Chief Tom Manger says the department has implemented changes, some of which are designed to improve coordination between agencies and relay information before high-risk events. If January 6th taught us anything, it's that preparation matters. And while more work remains to be done, the men and women of the Capitol steady to fulfill their mission each and every day. 13 people, including seven children, have died in a fire that broke out this morning at a three-story row home converted into apartments in Philadelphia. Officials say at least two other people were injured and sent to hospitals. Here's Philadelphia Fire Deputy Commissioner Craig Murphy. I've been around for 35 years now, and this is probably one of the worst fires I've ever been to. Murphy says firefighters found heavy fire kitchen area in front of the second floor. He says some smoke detectors did didn't work and that the cause of the fire will be investigated. For its first travel advisory of the year, the CDC added just one new destination to its highest risk category. The CDC warned travelers to avoid the Dutch island of Aruba, a popular vacation spot in the Caribbean. A location reaches level four, the highest risk category for COVID-19, when more than 500 cases per 100,000 residents suspended within the past 28 days. It's a slower pace than the past two weeks when multiple countries were added to level four. 
the Chicago Teachers Union and Chicago Public Schools are in a stalemate. Over COVID-19 safety measures after the union voted Tuesday to only teach remotely, the union said conditions for in-person learning are unsafe, citing inadequate staffing and testing even as COVID-19 cases reach record highs. The school district responded by canceling classes today and needed to be taught in person. Now, the president of the union is warning that more than 340,000 students might be learning from home for two weeks if the district and the union can't reach a resolution. Chicago Public Schools called the union's vote a, quote, unfortunate decision. Next, the out-of-control space junk expected to crash into Earth. Welcome back. A piece of an out-of-control Russian rocket is set to tumble back to Earth within four hours. According to the state-run task news agency, the rocket was launched on December 27th to test a new upper rocket stage known as the Perse booster. Most space debris burns up when it re-enters the Earth's atmosphere, but it's possible that larger parts could cause damage if they land in inhabited regions. That's all for now. We'll be back at 11 p.m. Eastern time with the latest headlines whenever you want them and wherever you are. Alexa, <clears throat> we do thank you, of course, Amazon Echo Dot and our friends at CNN for providing those updates here, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, since, of course, 2021, ladies and gentlemen, the Amazon Echo Dot has been, of course, a very helpful tool in providing, of course, news and weather <clears throat> here, of course, here in the WCW US radio network. Of course, for home use, ladies and gentlemen, you can use that to look up items when you don't have your computer or your smartphone, of course, handy. Stuff, of course, say for an important business meeting, important job interview, even a child's uh, school project, and all that it could come in handy very, 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 very much. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it will help you keep track of, of, of an order that you placed, of course, on Amazon.com. It will let you know when it's left its origin spot and when it, when it should arrive, of course, at your home. Be sure to try the Amazon Echo Dot here today. The, the prefer recent, the, the prefer search tool of the WCWS radio network. <clears throat> also, ladies and gentlemen, we have a few moments here. Let's go ahead and, of course, indicate four, uh, four of course, of our four, four uh, homes of our members of our WCWS uh, radio network crew. First off, of course, Alexa, current weather. The current weather is 51 degrees Fahrenheit with clear skies. You can look for just a few clouds in the sky with a low of 34 degrees. Hope you've enjoyed your Wednesday. Thank you. You're very, very, also very welcome. That, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was from my neck of the woods here in Trinity, North Carolina. Now let's, of course, go to the following. Alexa, current weather for Durham, Ontario, Canada. Right now in Durham, Canada, it's 32 degrees Fahrenheit with flurries. Tonight's forecast has snowy weather with a low of 20 degrees. Current weather for Palmyra, Virginia. In Palmyra, Virginia, it's 38 degrees Fahrenheit with clear skies. Tonight, you can look for just a few clouds in the sky with a low of 32 degrees. Current weather for Pennsylvania. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it's 47 degrees Fahrenheit with partly cloudy skies. Tonight, you can look for lots of clouds with snowfall with a low of 21 degrees. Thank you. You are so very welcome. Hope you've had a good Wednesday. So ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, every of course every Wednesday, of course, here right before outside, right after, of course, outside the ropes. Uh, uh, Opening segment here, I'll be bringing, I will be providing, of course, weather for my, of course, neck of the woods and three others, of course, as part of our team here, of course, here in WCWS. <clears throat> now, ladies and gentlemen, let's proceed to 411mania.com with some other, of course, uh, pop culture stories, of course, making the rounds. As always, the WCWS Radio Network hereby thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our courses, including not just right here on Outside the Ropes, but also, of course, on Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, 
as well as Power Hour, <clears throat> WCWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. And we hope, of course, in 2022, we get an opportunity to utilize 411 Mania on many more of our programs here in the radio, in the WCWS radio network. Our first story that we'll bring you here, of course, here from 411 Mania, Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as John Cena talks, John Cena talks about what to expect from, of course, his show Peacemaker and teases <clears throat> they will be a hell of a ride. John Cena's Peacemaker arrives on HBO Max next week, and he recently teased what to expect in the upcoming series. Cena recently spoke with Games Radar uh, about the Suicide Squad, which premieres on the service on January the 13th. Here are some highlights. On the show's direction, Cena says, in Peacemaker, you're going to see a lot of stuff that people can relate to in their lives and be able to craft their own takeaways. I never want to tell people how to feel or think when they watch something, but I really love the fact that it hits on a lot of stuff about what family means to us, searching for approval of others, how to live your life, and nature versus nurture, and how we're raised. The values we grew up can grew up in can change, and how difficult it is to unwire some stuff. There's a bunch in there that is really going to be good and fun to look at in the in the whole series. On James Gunn's approach to the characters, of course, James Gunn is the director of Peacemaker. On his approach, on James Gunn's approach to the characters, Cena says, Cena says this, the way James crafted every character path is really fun. You really go through a hell of a ride in the episodes, and I think Adebo is no different. There's a moment in the trailer where Adebo is like, man, if you were just Chris, of course, who was Peacemaker's a real identity every once in a while that wouldn't be so effing bad i think she's the one person that creates a safe environment and maybe for maybe him to to be him this is a guy who who's literally by his own free will is dancing in his underwear in somebody else's apartment there's more than what you see on the side of chris smith and i think adebo is a nice catalyst to bring that to bring that out Hopefully people will watch Peacemaker and want to root for Christopher Smith, even though he is a douchebag and he will always have those qualities. So be sure to look out for if you have HBO Max, be sure to look out for the new Peacemaker series coming out in about eight days. So, so in about a week from tomorrow, it will be, of course, on HBO Max. <clears throat> Next story here is for, your horror, for our horror uh, movie fans right here. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story. Uh, let me see. I do believe on Monday, as the new posters for the move, for the new Scream movie actually go retro with some looks from the 1980s. Scream is set to arrive in a couple of weeks, and the latest posters take a dive back to a 1980s retro style. Paramount Pictures has released two new posters for the fifth film in the iconic slasher. Guys, you can check them out. Of course, there's a you can check them out on this page right here if you wish to, of course, look look into that. The new film is directed by Matt ben, Bettinelli Alpen and Tyler Gillett from a script by James Vanderbilt, and it's set to be released, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, a week from uh, a week from this Friday. It is going to be starring Neff Campbell, Courtney Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Melissa Barrera, Kyle Gauner, Mason Gooding, Mikey Matt. Lynette, Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, Marty Shelton, Jasmine Savoy Brown, and Sonia <coughs> uh, uh, Amar. The movie's official synopsis reads as follows 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, a new killer has donned the ghost face mask and began targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can can check out, of course, some of the. Uh, you can check out, of course, some of the um, uh, posters if you wish. From, of course, it has that 1980s retro look. Of course, you can come to this story right here on 411mania.com. Of course, if you've if you've also seen, in other forms as well, but uh, they look very very unique indeed. Of course, <clears throat> of course we, of course speaking speaking of music. Jeremy Thomas posted this story on Monday as more as the new movie Morbius 
is bumped back by Sony to April. We'll need to wait a little bit longer to see Morbius as it's been pushed back three months from its planned release date. Sony Pictures announced on Monday that the Sony Spider-Man Universe film, which stars Jared Leto, will now release on April the 1st instead of the scheduled January 28th release date. This is the latest move for the film, which originally to, to release on July 10th of 2020. Since it has moved to July 31st, 2020, it moved to March 9th last year, then it moved to October 8th last year, then it moved to January 21st, uh, uh, 21st of this month, and then it was supposed to be coming out on the 28th of this month. The film will now release on the same weekend as, as the comedy Easter Sunday and the thriller The Contractor. It stars Lido as the character alongside Matt Smith, Adrea Arjona, Jared Harris, Al McGrill, and Tyrese Gibson. It is officially described as follows. One of the most compelling and conflicted characters in Sony Pictures' universe of Marvel characters comes to the big screen as Oscar winner Jared Leto transforms into the name anti-hero Michael Morbius, dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering his same fate. Dr. Morbius well, at first it seems to be a radical success. A darkness inside him is unleashed. Will good override evil, or will Morbius succumb to his mysterious new urges? So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, they have to wait probably now at least until on what we said here, I believe April the 1st, to to experience, of course, all that. And having to wait a couple years for this to come out here, too. <clears throat> Uh, of course, pertaining to, of course, uh, Peacemaker, which did also come out on Monday. Uh, Peacemaker's Los Angeles premiere, according to Jeremy Thomas, was canceled due to, of course, the rise of Omer, of the pandemic Omicron uh, variant. The rise of the Omicron variant of the pandemic has caused Peacemaker to cancel its big L.A. premiere. Deadline reports that HBO Max has canceled the red carpet premiere event that was scheduled for January the 8th, which I believe is, that's just coming uh and that's just that's just coming Saturday, I believe, due to the variant surge. The cancellation was decided on before the holidays and was done out of caution. The show will still premiere its first three episodes on January 13th on HBO Max. Of course, as you know, Peacemaker is written and directed by James Gunn, and it stars John Cena as Peacemaker, the character he played in the Suicide Squad, and explores his origin as well as his next actions following the conclusion. Of, of the main movie so so look like it's not going to get the grand premiere that it was it was it was kind of hoping for so but of course the pandemic has done a whole has done a whole lot of stuff here ladies and gentlemen to really kind of put the damper on a lot of uh, on a lot of big time things jeremy thomas posted this story back on sunday as producer hiram garcia talks about black adam's current status also spin-offs and the next Jumanji film. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has has a busy film schedule with Black Adam, a new Jumanji film, and more on the way. And producer Hiram Garcia discussed him in a recent interview. Garcia, the president of of Johnson's Seven Bucks Productions, spoke with Collider for a new interview, and here's a few highlights. On Johnson's 2022 schedule, Garcia says... Right now, it looks like we're going to do a movie called Red One for Amazon, which is our big Christmas movie that we're very excited about. That we announced that that Jake Kazan, who directed the Jumanji's for us, is going to come on and lead the helm. We're very fired up, fired up about that, and involved with that as well. Probably that year, will knock on wood, will probably be some young rock stuff as well. But that's what we're looking at right now for that year with some potential other things i would say if they pop in because we have having green green lit them yet to go that year but there's another chance for another big movie that to go that wouldn't necessarily be a dwayne johnson vehicle that would be something else for seven bucks on if they consider doing a post credit scene for the movie red notice garcia says we do have a really fun blooper reel, but we did like where we in, we did like where we ended in regards to the end credits. But something like like this that you could view as a franchise starter, we never really like to get ahead of ourselves too much. 
I think ultimately it's the fans that dictate if they want a sequel, we'll be ready to deliver them one. But there was never really a talk about doing some kind of post-credit scene because we always knew how we wanted the movie to end. We knew we wanted to tee up something big, but we didn't feel that there was really any need for any type, kind of a post-credit scene. I think we have ideas in our head in terms of like story, and the fans respond to the movie the way we're hoping they will. Then it's on us to be ready to deliver that, and we do have some really good ideas on deck. On a third Jumanji film, Garcia says, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for sure. We have a really big vision for that third Jumanji movie. We're we just were discussing the pitch the other day. We're bringing <clears throat> we're bringing it into Sony shortly. But that movie is going to happen. It's going to happen after Red Red One. That timing actually works out well with all the actors ske- ske- scheduled anyway. As you can imagine, Kevin is super busy doing a million things, just like DJ is. All the actors are super busy, so the timing is going to work out great. But we have a really great pitch for the movie we're about to bring into the studio. Probably <clears throat> going to get a script written soon. Sometime after Red One, Jumanji is going to be on deck once it's ready to go. And we have a really big vision for that movie. On, on Adam, Garcia says, oh, we just saw the director's cut recently and we were really excited. Like, you know, a lot a lot of times when you see that early cut, it sets a table where you realize, okay, now we understand how much work we got to do. Granted, the movie's in a stage where there are no effects done. It's so fresh after filming, but anytime the movie is that entertaining and good in that raw form, it makes us very confident. So really excited with where the movie is. Director uh, Homie Sierra has done such a good job. The movie is big. It's fun. DJ was born to play Black Adam. I got to tell you, if there was ever anyone who was just perfect for this role, it's him. And seeing him with the rest of the JSA and all those characters and Pierce and Aldous and Quintessa and Noah. It's a pinch me moment. It was one of the one of the most fun movies we've ever made, and also just the coolest to be making something on this scale with a character who's going to have this much of an effect on the DC. It's really been awesome, and I think you're really going, and I think you're really going to dig it. Look for us as it was very important with the fandom piece too. With the fandom piece too, even though we didn't show much, really wanted to just let fans know and people around the world know you were setting a tone here with Black Adam and that this is a guy who doesn't pull his punches. We didn't go soft with him. There's a reason why we wanted to show the first person that approaches him is no longer on the planet. So then we, we let that this guy's a very different character than Shazam or Superman or so forth. He is a bad dude. He's probably the most powerful person in the DC universe right now, and he's a handful, but DJ does a really good job of bringing him to life, and I think fans are going to have a lot of fun watching him. After discussing possible HBO Max spinoffs for Black Adam, Garcia says, yeah, look, I think when it comes to the DC universe, this is the great thing about being at Warner in DC, is you have antic conversations with all the tentacles there, uh, being able to generate content and tell these stories, so we have met with everyone from every corner of DC Universe about how we can bring certain characters to life, how we can continue and build out the worlds on some of these characters. And it's just about finding the right home for it. But nothing is left off the table when you're dealing with characters of this nature and scale and in terms of how we can best can best deliver more content to the fans so that continues to go. And if you're going to announcements regarding some of these characters and who we're going to finally be able to tell, a little bit more on going forward. So we'll definitely be watching out and see what's all, what's all going to take place here, of course, here concerning Dwayne Rock Johnson, as he's going to have a big time plate here in 2022. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, now, check out your box office report right here. Uh, this was back, of course, here on Sunday. Uh, of course, Spider-Man, once again, Jeremy Thomas brings this, as Spider-Man No Way Home leads for the third weekend in a row, and it tops $600 million. Uh, Of course, as we always do, ladies and gentlemen, we won't read about every single about every single movie, of course, involved, but we will, of course, we will, of course, give you, of course, the big-time numbers here. <clears throat> Um, we'll get, we'll get, of course, um, 
we'll give you a round roundup here of some of the numbers that we've got here so far uh, for 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 how they did, of course, here over the weekend, and of course what they've done for total uh, well, what they've done total, of course, as far as here in the United States, and also of course worldwide numbers as well. Number one, obviously, Spider-Man No Way Home, fifty-two point seven million this weekend. Total six hundred and nine point nine million worldwide has done one point three six nine billion dollars. Number two, Sing Two made twenty three point eight million this weekend. Total has done eighty nine point seven million worldwide, one hundred forty four point six million. Number three, The King's Man, four point five million this weekend, nineteen point five million uh, over, over far. 47.8 million worldwide. Number four, American Underdog, 4.1 million <clears throat> this weekend, 15 million, of course, total, and 15 million worldwide so far. Number five, The Matrix Resurrections, 3.8 million this weekend, 30.9 million total, 106 million worldwide. Number six, West Side Story, 2.1 million this weekend. Week 29.6 million total, 52.7 million worldwide. Number seven, Ghostbusters Afterlife back on the charts, 1.4 million this past weekend, 123.4 million dollars total, 184.7 million dollars worldwide. Number eight, Licorice Pizza, 1.2 million this weekend, 6.3 million dollars total, and 6.4 million dollars worldwide. For Jordan, 1.2 million this weekend, 4.7 million total, 4.7 million worldwide. And number 10, Encanto, $2 million this weekend, 1.1 million total, 206.3 million dollars worldwide. So very impressive numbers here, of course. You know, Ghostbusters Afterlife has got to be one of the oldest ones here on the list, of course, since it did come out in November. So, about of course, like I said, have been doing some very good time, big time numbers, of course, here. Uh, some very good numbers here, of course, here indeed. Jeffrey Harris posted this story back on New Year's Day as James Gunn releases the new Red Band trailer for Peacemaker. James Gunn closed out the new year dropping the official Red Band trailer the upcoming Peacemaker TV series. Of course, you can check out the trailer, of course, right here on this page. Of course, one of the one of the so like, Language and not suitable, not suitable for uh, NS. We'll say NSFW. Of course, is not suitable for somebody. I don't know. If it's not suitable for women or not suitable. I'm not sure what the, they're talking about here. Uh, the DCEU series does star John Cena as Peacemaker, the character he played in the Suicide Squad, and ex explores his origin as well as his next actions following the conclusion of the, of the Suicide Squad movie. It's said, of course, premiere on January. As we said on HBO Max, you can check out the trailer, of course, on this page here if you wish to go back and check it out. And of course, one more story here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that did pop up, of course, here on uh, <clears throat> that did pop up here, of course, on New Year's Eve uh, from Jeremy Thomas, as James Gunn says, has also says that each. Will have a post-credits scene. Of course, James Gunn has said that there is no there is need for fans to question whether there'll be post-credit scenes on the Peacemaker series, and the answer is yes. Gunn took to Twitter to answer a fan question about whether the show, about what if, if whether the show will have post-credit scenes, and each of the eight episodes will in fact have one. Gunn wrote the following on his Twitter account. Every episode, it's my way to give you guys a little something special for watching the credits of our hardworking crew. Hashtag Peacemaker. Of course, he said that on his uh, Twitter account at James Gunn. Back, of course, <clears throat> back, uh, of course, here on uh, let's see, on uh, Thursday, December the thirtieth. As we said, of course, as you know, as we said, of course, the DCEU series will star John Cena reprising his role from the Suicide. Suicide Squad movie, and of course, it is set to premiere as we said a week from tomorrow on HBO Max. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there, of course, with some of your pop culture stories. Of course, I know we went back a little bit here and there, but but there, there you have it, of course, here. <clears throat> there you have it. There you have it here, of course, in terms of uh, your uh, your pop culture news, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. We do, as always, thank our friends for providing, of course, that news, of course, for us each year. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141387-POUND. This is, of course, episode number 287 of WCW US Outside the Ropes, the very first episode of 2022. <clears throat> Mr. WCW US, Chad Henshaw, of course, right here, of course, here with you at 6.49 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let us now go to our pop culture, history, and birthdays here for today. Of course, as you know, general pop culture, history, and birthdays, as well as movies, television, music, and also sports. On this date in 1477, the Battle of Nancy, Burgundy versus Switzerland, 7,000-plus people were killed, including their leader, leader, Charles Duke of Burgundy. On this date in 1781, British naval ex- expedition led by Benedict Arnold Burns, Richmond, Virginia. On this date in 1919, German Worker forms, precursor to the National Socialist German Workers Party, of course, otherwise known as the Nazis. On his date in 1930, Miles A. Dunn writes, A single spark can start a prairie fire. And on his date in 1949, President Harry Truman labels his, his administration the Fair Deal. Today, one moment from movies and television history today, on this date in 1933, the movie. Cade, which was based on the play by Noel Coward and directed by Frank Lloyd. It does star Diana Weinerd and Clyde Brook. It premieres in New York. It won for Best Production and Picture in, in 1934. Today in music history on this date, 1649, Francisco Cavalli's opera Gasson premieres in Venice. It is the most popular opera of the 17th century. And today in sports history, of course, for today on this date in 1993, Mara scores his maiden test century with 277 for the West Indies versus Australia in drawn third test at the Sydney Cricket Ground. On a state in 1940, the FCC, the FCC hears the first transmission of FM radio with, clear, with a clear static-free signal. Now let's check your movies, of course, your, for your birthdays here, of course, here for today. Uh, C. Gillette was born on this day in 1855. He would pass away in 1932. Conrad Adenauer was born on this date in 1876. He would pass away in 1967. George Reeves, of course, if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, was well known, of course, for being that was was being, of course, in Gone with the Wind. But of course, he was more much more famous with playing one of the for one of the very early the comic book hero Superman, of course, in the TV series and all. Of course, he, his his uh, untimely death, of course, remains one of Hollywood's, um, as they call it, morbid mysteries. Of course, you remember the movie Hollywood Land that was done here recently, uh, a few years ago. Of course, it is based, of course, upon that situation, based upon, of course, that mystery. He would pass away in 1959. I believe he was 45 when he mysteriously passed. Wyman was born on this date in 1917. She would pass away in 2007. So she was about, so she was about maybe close to 90 years old when she passed away. Uh, former presidential candidate Walter Mondale, even of course I think even serving as vice president under uh, President Jimmy Carter, he ran of course against Ronald Reagan of course for the presidency back in the 80s. He was born on this date in 1928. He would pass away. Way just last year, and Juan, and Juan Carlos the first, ladies and gentlemen, today turns 84 years old. Some celebrity birthdays to bring you, of course, here today. Today, legendary actor Robert Duvall today turns 91. Uh, football great Chuck Noll was born on this date in 1932. He would pass away in 2014. Uh, tennis tennis great Chuck McKinley was born on this date in 1941. He away 
in 1986. So he was only in his 40s whenever, uh, whenever of course, we lost him. Hayao Miyazaki turns 81 years old here today. Uh, legendary actress Diane Keaton today turns 76. And actor Bradley Cooper today turns 47. So happy Happy birthday, of course, to everyone I've just, list, I've just listed there today. On the stage in 2000, the first batsman to ever score 1,000 runs in a single in a single inning in cricket, which was done it was done by 15-year-old Mumbai schoolboy Pranav Donawad, is 1,000 is 1,009 not out. Hmm. Some weddings to talk about here today on the stage in 1531. Pope Clemens the Pope Clemens the seventh for, forbids English King Henry the eighth to remember. On a say in eighteen oh eight, explorer William Clark, who was thirty seven at the time, marries Julia Hancock in Fincastle, Virginia. And on a say nineteen eleven, British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain, who was forty one at the time, marries Anne De Dever Cole. And one divorce to talk about on the state in 1967, actor Lee Marvin, who was 42 at the time, divorces Elizabeth Ebeling after 14 years of marriage. Some passings, of course, that took place here today. Elizabeth of Russia passed away on the state in 1762. Ernest Shackleton passed away on the state in 1922. President Calvin Coolidge passed away on the state in 1933. Amelia Earhart passed away on this day in 1939. Of course, she was one of those that was, of course, presumably lost in the in the in the Bermuda Triangle. Of course, George Washington Carver passed away in 1943, and Momofuku Ando, forgive me if I mispronounced that name, passed away on this date in 2007. Uh, one moment here, of course, here. Uh, <clears throat> As we did, we did mention here, of course, here, uh, King C. Gillette was born on, on the state in, 18, in 1855, of course. Of course, obviously, this is where the, uh, uh, of course, Gillette, of course, the, the brand of, the brand, of course, of, uh, of um, razors, of course, that, that, that's very, very popular out there today. Uh, <clears throat> uh, safety razor. Pioneer King Camp Gillette, a billionaire who offered a former president a million dollars to join him in a business venture, like I said, was born on this day. So, yes, so, so like I said, he met, of course, obviously, of course, Gillette continued, of course, to, of course, be, continues, of course, to be very, very popular, even even here, of course, today. On this, Now, let's go do some movies and television history and birthdays. On the state in 1927, Fox Studios exhibits Movie Tone. On the state, as we said, 1933, the movie Cavalcade, based on the play by Noel Coward, is directed by Frank Lloyd and does star Diane Weinard, Weinard, and Clive. It premieres, of course, in New York. It wins the best. He wins an award for best production and best picture in 19 of, in 1934. On the state in 1945. <clears throat> uh, the, the one one of the funniest cartoon characters, of course, in the history of Looney Tunes, Pepe Le Pew, La Femme de Scump de Pew. Sorry about that. I, every time I, I see see Pepe Le Pew, I have to do that. Debuts of course the Warner Bros. cartoon entitled Odorable. Of course, it's supposed to say adorable, but Odorable Kitty. On his day in 1955, KMSP TV Channel 9 in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, which is an independent affiliate, begins its first broadcast. On his day in 1967, KLXA, now known as KTBN, Channel 40 in Fontana, Santa Ana, California, also an independent affiliate, begins its first broadcast. On his day in 19, two moments here in 1970, first off, KPTS Channel 8 in Hutchinson, Hutchinson, Wichita, Kansas, a PBS affiliate, begins its broadcasting. And also the soap opera All My Children premieres on ABC. And I'll say 1974, legendary uh, actor, the late Raul Julia, appears on the Bob Newhart show in an, ep in an episode entitled Oh Brother. 
as we're sharing movies and television uh, birthdays today. Like I said, George Reeves was born on this date in 1914. He would pass in 1959. And actress Jane Wyman was born on this date in 1917. She would pass away in 2007. Also, of course, happy 76th birthday to Diane Keaton and happy 47th birthday to Bradley Cooper. Some notable passings, of course, here in movies and television. On a state in 1946, George Slim, who was an actor, of course, was from right here in America, was known for All Quiet on the Western Front, also part of the Keystone Cops, passes away of a stroke at the age of 53. Uh, on a state in 1956, a uh, French uh, actress and singer of French descent known as Mistinguette, whose real name was Janine Florentine Bourgeois, uh, sadly, who's a star Lon Rouge, passes away of a cerebral hemorrhage at the age of 80 years old. On a date in 1965, Nell Craig, who was an actress born right here in America, was known for the Dr. Kildare films and also the Queen of Sheba, passes away at the age of 73. And on this date in 1968, John Murat, an actor of French descent, known for Eternal Rain and Carnival Flanders, passes away at the age of 79. A couple, couple of weddings here uh, here in uh, movies and television. On this date in 1998, Kevin Sorbo, best known for, of course, playing Hercules on TV. Also, I think he was in uh, Meet the Spartans, as well as, of course, the movie called God's Not Dead, who was 39 at the time. Mary's actress, Sam Jenkins, who was 33 at the time, at the Burge Chapel in Pacific Palisades, California. On this date in 2015, as Cameron, who was, was 42 at the time, Mary's Charlotte guitarist, Benji Madden, who was 35 at the time, in Beverly Hills. And one divorce, we did mention this one earlier, 1967, Lee Marvin divorces Elizabeth Ebeling after 14 years of marriage. Now let's go to your music history and birthdays here. On the state, 1649, Francisco Cabela's opera premieres in Venice, that we said is the most popular opera of the 17th century. On the state, in 1866, Bedrick Smetana's first opera, Brandenburg versus Chekak, who was, which means the Brandenburgers in Bohemia, premieres in Prague. On a say in 1875, Charles Gar Garnet's new opera opens in Paris. On a say in 1896, Isaac Abenez Pepita Jimenez premieres in Barcelona. On a say in 1946, Showboat opens at Ziegfeld Theater in New York City for 417 performances. On say in Buddy, uh, on say in 1959, excuse me, Buddy Holly releases his last record called "It Doesn't Matter." He was and sadly, 29 days later, he was he was sadly killed in a plane crash. On a say in 1962, Tony Sheridan and Beatles Beatles record "Bonnie and the Saints" was produced by Bert uh, Kampfert in Hamburg, Germany. And I'll say in 1963, Alan J. Lerner and Frederick Lowe's musical Camelot, starring Richard Burton, Julie Andrews, and Robert Goulet, closes at Majestic Theater in New York City after 873 performances and also winning four Tony Awards. Some birthdays, of course, here in music. I'll say in 1560, William Cabald, a composer. Uh, that's all we have on it, was born. I'll say in 1596, Henry Laws, was born in Denton, United Kingdom. He was a composer of English descent. He would pass away in 1662. On a state in 1661, Jacob Balthazar Schultz was born in Nuremberg. That's in Germany. Of course, he's a composer of German descent. He would pass away in the year 1700. And on a state in 1667, Antonio Lotti, a Baroque composer of descent, was born. Uh, he was born in Venice, Italy. Sadly, he would pass away in 1740. Some other pa some some passings on the state 1740, as we said, Antonio Lotti, uh, an Italian opera composer, of course, passes away uh, around the age of 70, 72. On the state 1746, Anton uh, Simon Inez uh, Prelisauer, an organist and composer of German 
Hermann de Zoray at the age of 53. On his date in 1783, Friedrich Wilhelm Wright, a composer, passes away on his 73rd birthday. On his date in 1788, Johann Schneider, a composer and pupil of uh, legendary composer Johann Sebastian Bach. Uh, he is also, of course, of German descent. He passes away at the age of 85. As we said, of course, 2015, Cameron Diaz marries Benji Madden, who is a guitarist for the band Charlotte in Beverly Hills. And, of course, your sports history and birthdays here. On the state in 1859, the first steamboat called the North Star sails up the northern Red River in America. In 1895, Victor Trumper makes first-class debut for New South Wales, 17 years and 64 days. On the state 1925, French Baseball Federation awards silver medals to John McGraw, Charlie Kaminsky, and Hugh Jennings. On the state 1925 as well, England cricket openers Herbert Sutcliffe, 100 with 176, and Jack Hobbs with 154, display heroics in their first innings, but the tourists sink to an 81-run defeat in the second test against Australia and Melbourne. Sutcliffe also adds 127 in the England second innings. On a state in 1927, Judge Landis begins three-day public hearing on charges. Games played between Chicago and Detroit in 1917 have been thrown to the White Sox. On a state in 1931, the first woman to purchase a baseball team as Lucille Thomas purchases the the Topeka franchise in the Western League. On a state in 1934, the National and American Baseball League select a uniform ball. And on a state in 1937, Australian cricket batsman Jack Fingleton with 136 and done out 270 the following day, make then record stand of 346 for sixth wicket in third test versus England in Melbourne. As we said, of course, here's some passings here, uh, some birthdays here, of course. Uh, football great Chuck Noll was born on the state in 1932. He would pass away in 2014. And tennis great Chuck McKinley was born on the state in 1941. He would pass away in 86. So he was probably about 40, not even probably 45 years old when he passed. Some, some notable passings here in sports. Baseball great Rogers Hornsby. Passed away on this date in 1963. And basketball great Pete Maravich passed away on this date in 1988. Some weddings here, of course, here. Uh, on this date in 1985, baseball great Daryl Strawberry, who was 22 at the time, marries Lisa Andrews. On this date in 1985, NFL football, of course, football great Reggie White, who was 23 at the time, marries Sarah Copeland. And on the state in 2006, adult film actress Lindsay Dawn McKenzie, who was 27 at the time, marries former Wilmington uh, and Northern Ireland footballer Mark Williams, who was 35 at the time, at the Central London Register office. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you there you have it. Of course, here. There, <coughs> there, there, there. Of course. There, there, of course, you, uh, you have it here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, with your pop culture uh, history and birthday report here, of course, for today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with a few, with a few minutes ago before we end outside the ropes for the evening, I will go ahead and remind you, of course, that tonight, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 o'clock, 138055-pound will be episode 190 of WCWUS Revolution. Of course, <clears throat> Uh, as we will, of course, in addition to bringing you your uh, wrestling news and views and also, of course, your history and birthdays, courtesy of both the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the godfather of soul, J Justin Lewis Fleming. We will also be bringing you, of course, our thoughts and opinions about last night's edition, of course, of NXT, of course, the New Year's Evil show. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll try to get you adults in, of course, about the... Uh, about the uh, <clears throat> Um, about tonight's, of course, edition uh, of Dynamite, of course, as you know, of course, making its debut on TBS. We will let you know about any results that do come in, of course, uh, for that uh, for that series, for, for, that team, for that series as well. We will also, of course, give you an update, ladies and gentlemen, on the matches that we currently have up and going on our Pay-Per-View Prediction Center Third Wave Facebook page. 
Of course, John is defending the AEWS Holiday Bash Championship against Justin Carter and Sandy Hardy. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the seven participants from the WWE Day 1 uh, prediction title challenge, of course, are taking part in a severe seven-way, of course, with the winner winning the WCWUS Day 1 Championship and the se- and second place picking up the AEWS New Year's Championship. Of course, that will be, of course, we'll determine those results on Friday. But we will, of course, give you an update on that. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, Speaking of day one, we will talk about the matches, of course, from uh, SmackDown from uh, WWE's day one pay-per-view, of course, back on Saturday. So be sure to listen in, of course, on Revolution 1090 tonight here, of course, at 9 o'clock, 138-055-POUND, of course, right here, all part of the radio network on YouTube.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have several stories to bring you here, of course, back to at 411 Mania. Um of course, of a wrestling nature. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story here today as there is an update on Sasha Banks following following an injury scare at a WWE live event. It was reported over the weekend that Sasha Banks appeared to have hurt her leg during a WWE live event in North Carolina. While in Charlotte, she hit an over-the-knee backbreaker and appeared to tweak her left leg before being helped to the back after the match was over. She later tweeted that she was okay. PW Insider reports that Banks suffered a sprained leg after the match. Mild sprains can take around six weeks to heal. There's no word on if she will miss any time. So we will definitely keep you, of course, updated, of course, on that on that situation. Blake Lavelle posted this story here tonight. I mean, today, as Zelina Vega talks about rejuvenating her career as Queen Zelina, which she doesn't deserve that title to begin with and also drawing emotion from fans as a heel. In a recent interview on Cheap Heat with Peter Rosenberg, Selena Vega discussed rejuvenating her career as, of course, uh, the Queen of the Ring, which she shouldn't be, like I said, she shouldn't have won that to begin with, and also drawing emotion from fans as a heel, and much more. Here are some of her comments. On rejuvenating her career, of course, as Queen Selena. She says, I feel like this is the shot that I've been waiting for, and this is the thing that I need to go. Okay, you've been wanting for something for so long. This is the time to show them and prove them right. They they gave you this opportunity, prove them right. You know, and I always say, give me the ball. If I drop it, screw me. If, but if you don't do it, then you won't know. I just feel like now more than ever, I have a fire under my butt like I've never never had before. On drawing emotion from the heel, Zelina says, you kind of have to put things in perspective because, yes, some people think it's just a prop, and I never thought of it that way. Why? Because I grew up a wrestling fan, and I remember crying when I saw Lena won it, and you have those emotions tied to it. So when I won the title, I remember seeing this video. I'm like, I saw this video of this girl, and she probably, she'll probably like, if she sees this, she'll probably be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's talking about my video. I hate her so much, but it's of her literally weeping. When we take the titles away from Nikki and Rhea Ripley, of course that was a, that was a crock too, because she loved Nikki and Rhea so much that she couldn't believe that me and Carmella took it from them. We're prancing around, jumping around the way we were, and she was so angry. You just saw it in her face, and she was recording stuff for some reason, just and just put it on Twitter, and she was like, she was just screaming and weeping and screaming. No, I can't believe that she did this. I'm like, okay, whether that was a good response or a bad response, it was a response. That most we got from you that's all that's what this is all about if i could pull that emotion from you i'm doing my job of course ladies and gentlemen there we do we do of course we do of course give you uh give credit to of course the, the podcast cheap heat with peter rosenberg of course for this here as well as we did mention of course ladies and gentlemen la- this last night uh this this was part of an this was part of course of an um, interview segment that they did here, of course, um, uh, from back on Christmas Eve. If you wish to, of course, go back and t- check it out, you can go on. If you have access to Apple Podcasts, you can, of course, check that out, of course, through there if you wish to pull that up. And also, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story here uh, yesterday as Rick. 
Stein celebrates with his son, Braun Breaker, after the, his NXT title win at New Year's Evil last night. <clears throat> Rick Steiner hit the ring after last night's episode of NXT New Year's Evil. Uh, of course, Jimmy Thomas brought this, this story to celebrate with his son, Braun Breaker, over Breaker's NXT title win. As noted, Breaker defeated Tommaso Ciampa to win the title on last night's show. Of course, you can, you can, of course, in the tweets, of course, on this page here, the Piglo Steiner came into the ring after the match and celebrated with his son. Tommaso Ciampa also went over and shook Steiner's hand in the stands before leaving to give Breaker his moment. Uh, and, of course, here are some of the tweets that have been said here. Of course, it sounds like from, of course, from a bunch of, from, from, from of course, fans. At Brutus Maximus says, Hashtag NXT NYE, hashtag WWE NXT, true champion Tommaso Ciampa went over Steiner's hand after his son, Braun Breaker, beat him for the NXT title. Rick Steiner then comes to the ring to celebrate with his son, Bronson Rex Steiner, which is Braun Breaker's real name, of course. Jacob Cohen at, at Mr. Jacob Cohen posted this. Uh, Rick Steiner embraced his son, Braun Breaker, after the match. Uh, Nico Extra. At Nico Extra posted this. Rick Steiner comes to the ring to celebrate with Braun Breaker. Ha- hashtag WBNXT. Hashtag New Year's Evil. <clears throat> also, uh, also of course, uh, there was one that didn't, I don't think we got a chance to see what was actually said, but someone named Matt the Man Lyman was going, was going to say something, and, and nothing came through with that, unfortunately. So we don't know what he said. Uh, at Team Also 418 posted this. Rick Steiner comes to the ring to celebrate with Braun Breaker. As we said, hashtag NXT NB, hashtag WWE NXT. At AJ underscore autograph writes, hashtag WWE NXT. At Braun Breaker WWE, WWE celebrating with his dad, Rick Steiner. And at R I T C H S A I R F. I don't want to mispronounce anything. It says new NXT champion of the world, Braun Breaker. So, <clears throat> so you can of course, uh, so you can of course check tweets right here, of course here as well. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is of course official right there, as Braun Breaker, of course, like I said, son of the legendary Rick Steiner, and of course uncle, I'm really am nephew of of course uh, Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner, picked up the win over Tommaso Ciampa last night at NXT New Year's Evil and picked up the <clears throat> NXT Championship. So, ladies and on that note right there, I want to thank you very much here, of course, here for listening in here tonight to episode number 287 of Outside the Ropes, of course. <clears throat> a uh, Like I said, our very first one of 2022. We hope, of course, continue to bring you this outstanding tradition here, of course, of bringing you, of course, news, of course, not only from 411 Mania, but also the Amazon Echo Dot. Also, of course, bringing you, of course, courtesy of our friends at onthisday.com, of course, bringing you, of course, some of the pop, some, some, of course, moments and birthdays that took place, of course, on this date in pop culture. And also, of course, 411 Mania is continuing coverage of course on on everything of course regarding wrestling which i'm pretty certain they'll have a lot of stories of course talking about aew and everything like that coming up here a little bit later here this evening so we'll definitely of course report that of course on revolution episode 1090 we all encourage you ladies and gentlemen to continue to check out all of our groups of course on facebook as we of course we've added several course groups to to the new front including paper the pay-per-view prediction center third wave also, the, the WCW US 2K Fantasy HQ. And of course, just added here just last night, uh, the WCW US Classic Fun Festival, where we have taken elements, of course, from two from two of our groups, of course, the Video Game Preparedness Society and also WCW US Location of Animation and combine them, of course, into one, one big solid group, of course, of nothing but... A uh, highlight of, of, of course, of, play, of gameplays of classic video games, of course, for home, regardless if it's a home system or the arcade games. Uh, you can check that out. And also, of course, some classic animation, of course, coming in from the, from, of course, uh, 
from days of, like I said, the Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry to, of course, some of your popular cartoons from the 80s. Uh, of course, there are a lot, a lot of highlights of some of those here now, including, of course, uh, He-Man, She-Ra, Mask, uh, Brave Star, and there'll be more added on there, too, here, of course, coming up here in the near future. So be sure to check out, of course, the, the WCWUS Classic Fun Festival page, of course, here today, and check out some of those moments. There might be some moments to remember, so be sure to check out all those here, of course, here as well. <clears throat> Outside the Ropes, episode 287 is a broadcast of the WCW-US radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your 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 pop culture connection. We will be back at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you, of course, 1090 of WCW-US Revolution. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe out there. Keep yourself safe and keep your members, keep your family, your friends, neighbors, and everyone, of course, that's very, very, that's, a, that, of course, everyone, of course, that you love very, very dearly, of course, safe, of course, as we continue to fight this situation known as the Omicron variant. Please, of course, continue to do your very, very best to, to try to avoid it, of course, as much as possible here. As of course, we're still seeing the surges, of course, pop up here as well. Yet, even though they're still trying, of course, to maintain a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of situations here. Um, <clears throat> of course, please be sure to, of course, keep keep up with uh, everything that's going on and and play it safe. Of course, you keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean, and of course, like I said, just take every precaution that you feel that is necessary, ladies and gentlemen. And regardless of and and of course, if you feel you need, of course, the vaccinations and the booster shots and all that stuff. And you do what you feel, of course, is appropriate in your own minds. And don't listen to any. I wouldn't really listen too much to what the, the government says. They, they claim that you have to do because technically you don't have to do anything. But like I said, they, all they can simply do at this point is just make a suggestion. So that's all that's all they should be doing, in my personal opinion. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back, of course, with Revolution. Episodes in 90. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much here for listening. We'll be back. <clears throat> we'll be back here, of course, here, of course, a little bit later in the evening. Until then, enjoy the rest of your evening. Of course, since 2015, your source for everything, of course, here in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless. We'll talk at you here at 9 o'clock. BCWS Radio Network.